0: Hello and welcome back. Um, Today is November 22nd and this episode is episode number 29 and the title is, Are You Worried About Surviving the Holidays? I'm sure you have seen and heard of holiday survival tips online and from many experts. I used to have the same tips for many years. My clients would ask me for help and tips on how to survive the holidays and I really have not put much thought into the actual term that was being used. Um, I was just focusing on what types of challenges people have during these times and um, rather than exactly um, what it is that they have to survive. Well. One main thing was pre-holiday stress. I talked about this um, uh, in episode 22 on October 5th. But there are two major components to this. One is the stress of getting ready for the holidays, the travel, hosting or going to parties or gatherings, expenses, gifts, the financial pressures, and so on and so forth. The second is all about food and stress eating. Yes, I did talk about this as well in episode 27 on November 9th. The term stress eating has sneaked into our vocabulary and life. But holiday stress and stress eating during the holidays climbs to an entirely different level. This year, add the COVID stress to it all. I talked about this last week. Pandemic stress, pre and post COVID weight. Wow, how are we going to survive this year? When I think about surviving something, I think back to when I was about 16, living in the middle of a real war zone. Picture this, you can be sitting in your biology classroom and listening to your teacher about talking about cell division. And you are taking notes when you hear a faint whistle for three seconds, something like this. And then a deafening explosion and the entire school building or the earth seems to be shaking so hard as if to throw you off the face of the planet. Without much warning, there are missiles being dropped randomly and you have no idea if one will be coming directly to you and whether this is your very last breath. You do what you're taught to do in school, follow your teacher to the designated safe zone in school, trying not to get run over or run over your friends, holding a buddy's hand while not really having a chance to think about anyone or anything else but the person whose hand you're holding on to at that moment i recall scenarios like this many times at school at home on the street anytime or anywhere each time we just took a sigh of relief afterwards and thought to ourselves whew i made it this time I think about the last months of my dad's life when he was fighting cancer with every breath. I have a vivid picture of him in my head one night during the nighttime curfew, war curfew and the city's citywide um, blackout during the bombings. Because he was so weak and could not walk really at any significant pace very far, We would not really try to seek safety or shelter in our basement. We just stayed in our living room and waited. That night was possibly two or three weeks before he died. He said, ironically, I think I will survive this, but I will not survive this cancer. That was a powerful statement. For him, it was a matter of when, not if. It was a matter of waiting to die and counting the days the hours or the minutes. I'm thinking today what is it that people need to do to survive the holidays that is. At a time when people around the world in our neighborhoods are dying of a deadly virus or other deadly diseases and tragedies I'm almost at a loss to think about, quote, surviving the holidays as a real challenge. I'm sorry, I'm not being insensitive, but I am a realist. Maybe I look at some things from a very black and white lens. You may remember this. People who know me call me Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory. I laugh and I find it funny, but in many ways I do relate to Sheldon. When I hear about surviving the holiday stress eating, getting through the overeating, finding ways to unstuff oneself the day after Thanksgiving, and coping with the consequences of one's actions in one single day, I'm a little lost. I'm sure there are people in the hospitals, nursing homes, or their own homes as we speak, who are hanging on to life by a very thin thread, fighting COVID, cancer, or other natural causes that are mostly out of their control. Now, they really need to survive in every sense of the word. When you think about those people, you realize surviving a stuffed turkey with all its accompanying Thanksgiving counterparts is not at all that challenging, is it? When you think about the risk at which you put your elderly parents or other loved ones by getting together this year, maybe you can think about survival from a Sheldon lens. Uh, What would Sheldon say? Maybe something like this. If I come to see you for the holidays this year, I may cause you a serious illness or death, so you understand that this is for your own good. Is it harsh? Maybe, but it is the truth. Now let's look at the holidays from two perspectives. The usual holiday stress, stress stress-eating perspective and the sheldon's scientist realist perspective this is you few days leading to thanksgiving i have to arrange the turkey pickup get all the stuff i need to make it the side dishes oh the dessert the alcohol oh my i have so much to do too many stores to go to putting on the mask taking off the mask the traffic i'm exhausted i can't think straight you get home and all you can think about is i need a drink Sheldon's perspective. Why would you do that? Why would you drink alcohol when you can't think straight ahead or straight already without it? While you're preparing for the day, the fixings and maybe the unusual ingredients and additions, you nibble on things more than you should because you let yourself get hungry because you did not prepare as usual. Now you eat more and you are stressed that you're eating more and you throw the towel and say, Oh well, this is a lost cause anyway. I might as well give it up. I deal with it later. On Thanksgiving Day, for some reason, you eat twice as much as you usually do or way more than you need to. You drink more alcohol, you eat desserts, lots of it, because you have already done a lot of damage, so what's the point now? You will worry about it later. You get up and go to an unstuffathon exercise class. Yes, such a thing actually exists out there. In one of our local clubs, you work out for four hours and starve yourself for the next day or week to come, and you hope that you will survive this. Now, here's the Sheldon's perspective. Why would you do that? Why would you do something so harsh to your body that you need to follow with some harsh punishment? Why would you intentionally and knowingly put your health and your body in harm's way? Would you knowingly walk into a war zone loaded with landmines that will explode if you step on them, hoping that you will survive it, if you had an alternative path? Or would you knowingly, uh, say, walk into an infectious disease hospital ward without proper protection, walking around thinking thinking to yourself, oh, I will deal with it later after I'm sick and I hope that I will survive it. I'm pretty sure the answer to those is no. So why would you intentionally overeat, overdrink, overdo anything in one day, Thanksgiving Day, when you're supposed to be thankful for being healthy? alive and well. Why should Thanksgiving be any different from any other day when it comes to the amount of food you eat, or the kinds of food you eat for that matter? Could you imagine putting salt in your gas tank once a year on Thanksgiving and then try to clean it up the next day or maybe the next week? Even if you did that once and had to work really hard to clean it up, for the day or a week after, would you do it again the next year because it is Thanksgiving? That is, put salt in your gas tank again. Is your health almost as valuable as your car? I know this is all Sheldon logic, but it is truth. It is a truth, and it is really good logic. Okay, now that I got all of that out of my chest, let me give you some tips Not survival tips, because Thanksgiving is not a day you need to get through and survive, but more a day that you should be, um, how should I say this, thankful? Okay, start by shifting your focus from mindless food prep to what the tradition is really about. It is Thanksgiving after all, so why are you doing this? List all the things you are, or you really should be thankful for. For life, for health, for having a home or a roof over your head, for having heat in your home, for having food on the table, for your family and loved ones and their health and safety. The list can go on when you actually sit down and actively think about it. Ask yourself, Would I really want to do anything to sabotage any of these things on the list? Enjoy the experience, the process, the day off, the fact that you are not working for a day maybe, not having to go anywhere this year. Translate the COVID experience into something positive. I know as hard as that is. Hey, you cannot travel this year, but You're healthy and you're safe. You're not uh, gonna be able to host a huge gathering maybe or go to one, but this gives you an opportunity for a more intimate and close time with your immediate family, household, or whoever it is that you spend the time with. You can pay a little bit more attention to those people this time. Take a few moments to think about all the people around the world who are not as lucky as you are, who may have lost a loved one this year, or those who may not have the means to even buy a turkey for Thanksgiving. Reflect on ways you can make a positive impact in the life of someone who is not as fortunate as you are right now. In the past four or five years, I have spent Thanksgiving helping out at a community Thanksgiving dinner, either serving food, delivering food, providing rides to those who needed it, clean up, sweep, mop the floor, etc., whatever was needed. Every year, I would see the many ways that I should be thankful, knowing that many of those people were alone on that day, not by choice, And that event, that community dinner, was their only way to celebrate Thanksgiving with others. This year, I've been struggling with the fact that due to this pandemic, that tradition is gone out the window. And I cannot serve at the community dinner. I can't help but think about those people who have no one to be with them, no one to cook a turkey for them, or, no one to just talk to. When you reflect on what you should be thankful for, consider your health first. If you are healthy and alive and well, be grateful and fight the urge to sabotage that. Think about Thanksgiving Day as just another day, just that, being thankful. Embrace this experience and don't do anything to cause you any regrets the day after Thanksgiving. Be the reason why you are thankful each and every day and stay thankful even after the holiday. No one should need an unstuffathon exercise class any day, ever, because we should respect our bodies so much that stuffing it is an insult and never an option. Imagine waking up the day after Thanksgiving, feeling healthy, light, not guilty, happy, and more importantly, thankful. With all that in mind, get to work and enjoy the process of preparing and nourishing healthy, clean. Thanksgiving meal for yourself and anyone you are lucky enough to celebrate it with. Remember that for every unhealthy choice, there is an healthy alternative. Yes, you can have good for you turkey stuffing, all the side dishes, even pie, cookies and brownies, etc. But the key is, you have to be willing to make that healthy choice. And you have to remember that this day is like any other day. If you do not overeat or stuff yourself on other days, then you should not overeat or stuff yourself on Thanksgiving Day or any other holiday. Now, let me ask you this. Do you still think you need holiday survival tips? Do you really need me or someone like me to give you strategies to survive a holiday? Are you really willing to take that insult to your health, to your body, and your mind? Because that is exactly what it is, an insult. So when facing the urge to go for unnecessary second or third serving, think about the choices you have respecting your body and your health, or insulting your body and your health. The choice you make is yours to own today, on Thanksgiving Day, the day after, and every day. I'm not going to insult you by telling you the obvious. You know the choices that you have. I will, however, Share some good-for-you recipes that you can enjoy in single-serving, healthy portions on Thanksgiving Day. I will post those on my Facebook page, or I will share via email to anyone who wants to reach out. As always, I want to hear your thoughts. I'm curious to learn from you, and I want to help you, if I can, I will search for answers to your questions. So please reach out at my website at www.drlolly.com, on my Facebook page, uh, Dr. Lolly PhD, or email me, especially if you want those recipes, at contact at Remember, we all are entitled to our health at little to no cost, all the time, from birth to death, on any day, holiday, or not. We all should be thankful for health, life, and all that we have, and we should not choose insult over respect for our health on holidays or any day. There is nothing in this world that is worth sacrificing or sabotaging your health for, because your health is your most valuable and most precious possession. You have a choice. Thank you for listening this week. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And I hope that you all have a happy, healthy, and safe Thanksgiving and that you wake up the next day and are truly thankful. Until then, to your health and happiness.